So I think I've done a good job at cleaning the office up here at the retreat center, Lisa. Yes, I think that's very nice. All the icons are on the shelf, so um, we can see them. Very nice. And you like the way the icons look? I do. Unfortunately, I <laughs> Maybe don't. Maybe the last time we see them like yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a feeling when my wife comes in, um, she's going to want to put everything away. But the place had been a disaster area, right? Yeah, it looks a lot better. And it, it is, and, and there's still more to do. And I like that icon of... Um, them taking Jesus off the cross. We saw a lot of that uh, in Spain. It is very beautiful. Well, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm Layperson Lisa. Welcome to the Deacon, Deacon Dave, Dave and, and Layperson Lisa, Lisa Show. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody. We are on to Psalm 15, and we're going to try to keep these a little briefer. Uh, right. We were under 10 minutes. I thought we were trying to keep them like 5 to 7. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware. All right. A Psalm of David. Lord, who may abide in your tent? Who may dwell on your holy mountain? Whoever walks without blame, doing what is right, speaking truth from the heart, who does not slander with his tongue, does no harm to a friend, never defames a neighbor, who disdains the wicked, but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps an oath despite the cost, lends no money at interest accepts no bribe against the innocent. Whoever acts like this shall never be shaken. A lot of good stuff in there, Lisa. Yeah. Did I read it slow enough? I started quickly and then slowed myself down. Yeah, that was a little too slow for me. It was a little too slow for you. Okay, well, we we will figure it out. So there's a couple of things in here. So number one, the tent is referring to the temple, right? Okay. And uh, it's a reference to the tent of the wilderness period and the tent of David, right? The predecessors of the temple. Okay. And then obviously a holy mountain that was mentioned is a venerable designation of the divine abode or home. Okay. So now I wanted to jump on this one, Lisa, since you look like a deer who is about to be struck by a car right now, Mm -hmm. is who keeps an oath despite the cost. So these are the people, right? Um, who can dwell like the with martyrs? the Lord. Well, who can dwell with the Lord? Okay. Um, but but this one here, keeps an oath despite the cost. What is that? So oh, the, see, so that does remind me of a martyr, which no, we had the Korean martyrs today. You're right. The martyrs is, is a good example. Yeah. But, but how often, you know, do we make a commitment to something, right? Mm-hmm. And then something changes. Yeah. And as a result of that, we decide that maybe we don't want to do that now or we because the cost is too high or mm. it's not convenient or now it's all of a sudden become more difficult yeah i try not to do that or the people that i'm dealing with are frustrating me yeah well i if i commit to something i usually try to stick with it right and so sometimes the cost is is right is i mean yeah because like for instance there's um uh, like we have the Curcio weekend uh, coming up, and then like one of my favorite singers, Dante Bo, is in Virginia Beach like Saturday night, and I was like so tempted to be like, mm, no, sorry, <laughs> Curcio, I won't be there. I already have to miss Thursday because I have class. But uh, you know, I just feel like okay, there's like two really good things, and I committed to Curcio, so I'll be at Curcio not at the Dante Bo concert because I'm sure he'll come back. Are you not doing one of the meditations that night? I'm. Thursday? Well, I have to be here because I'm doing a meditation. No, I'm not. I don't have any meditations on Thursday or Friday. Okay, so you're not going to be here Thursday night for the I have class. I can't miss it. 
because I'm already gonna I already missed one and I'm gonna miss one. I don't think the one that we we missed the orientations. Anyway, we we digress. We're talking about the Encounter Ministry School that yeah. we started. Um, if that's something that you know even piques your interest, I think it's worth because the so far it's been really it's good. It's really good. Yeah, it's very good. So I like this one too. Never defames a neighbor. Uh huh. As I was reading that one, I go, oh, well, I've, I've failed on that one. Yeah. Like, literally my neighbor. Uh, um, but our neighbor can be anybody, right? Sure. And I, this sort of lends into gossiping. And... It's any person that is in our community. Any right. person we encounter is right. our neighbor. Yeah, love God, love neighbor. Yeah. And love yourself. Yeah. And so I think that's one that, um, and here's another one. Speaking truth from the heart. How hard is it sometimes to speak the truth from the heart? In difficult situations, maybe with a family member or a situation where you feel like you're kind of in the middle. Or... Oh, yeah, that could be difficult because, like, you don't know how the person is going to react. And even if you mean, mean it out of charity, like Encounter Ministries tells you, um, the pe- person might not take it well. And then um, it may cause a rift between you and the person. And, of course, what did Jesus say? It's not going to be easy, right? Yeah. Sometimes there will be division. Right. Right. When we speak the truth, but we can't be afraid to speak the truth out of love. Right. And I think that has a lot to do with it. And, and it depends on the relationship that you have with a person too, yeah. in terms of, of how you do that. Right. So, and I like this one, lends no money at interest. So what this means is, is see, lending money in the Old Testament, Lisa, uh-huh. was often seen as assistance to the poor in their distress, not an investment. Making money off the poor by charging interest interest was thus forbidden. Well, that's good. Right. How often, though, do we um, maybe do something for someone with some expectation that they're then going to maybe help us out in the future or, you know, Well, we shouldn't do that. We shouldn't, but it, how, how easy is it for that to happen, to have that expectation? Oh, I guess, yeah. So I guess so. I had a neighbor um, who used to live across the street from me. And if I was out there struggling to mow my grass, he would come on his ride-along mower and just mow it in like 10 minutes. And I always felt like, oh, do you, can I make you cookies? Can I give you some vegetables out of my guardian, garden? And um, he was always like, no, no, we, we have everything we need. But I always felt like kind of that I should do something for them in return. Which I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if he then expected something in return for the oh, good okay. deed that he did, right. then that would be in violation okay. of okay. what's being said here. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, anytime we do an act of, of self-giving, uh-huh. right, we shouldn't expect like a quid pro quo or something back. Right. Or have some expectations. Because these are selfless acts. Right. Otherwise, they're not very selfless, right. are they? Right. Any final thoughts on this one? There's a lot in here. Well, I think like um, the money to the poor, I think that's what maybe has progressed to, um, uh, what is it, donating, not donating, but when you give money to the poor, what is that called? I guess tithing to the poor or whatnot, I don't know. But maybe that's how that's progressed because you're giving away money without any expectation of anything in return. And um, yeah. I think the other part of that is, is when you give that money to someone, you give it to them because they need it. Right? Yeah. And, and sometimes I think we don't give because we fear how they're going to use it. Uh, right. It. Sure, sure, sure. So if you're being called to give it, yeah. and that's coming from the Lord, yeah. then you need to freely give it and not worry so much about... About how they're going to use it. Right. Yeah, Pope Francis even says something about that. Like, you're, if you give money to the poor, if you're generous with the poor, you're going to be duped, but it doesn't matter. Right. Well, I'm Deacon Dave. I'm like person Lisa. And maybe the Pope didn't say duped, but... Probably didn't use the word duped. Yeah. I'll see you next time. Bye.